I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing just like, oh, it's a leaf print or it's a this print. We should be challenging ourselves here. And I feel like I'm the only person who picked something that was like so difficult to work with. Yours is looking good. Thank you. Hello, loveliness listeners. Welcome back into the workroom for part two of this week's epic deep dive into our favorite show, Project Runway, Ravelfied. I'm Ernest. And I'm Nayland. <laughs> and yes, Nayland is back for part two. And I have to say, Nayland, you're an absolute champ for going the distance with me here. <laughs> I have to say, um, we both took a nap in between mm-hmm. and we are geared up and fresh and ready to go. <laughs> Instead of going on our fourth hour. Well, let's let's not go overboard. I know. <laughs> but yes, yeah, there was some sleep involved in between then and now. We're sort of we're sort of there. We're we're it's almost like starting all over again, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll kind of you know wear ourselves out by the end of it. So, um, and also listeners, you're all our champs as well. We tried our best to keep it together <laughs> for part one, mm-hmm. but again, mm-hmm. we're we're just super fans, so we just can't help ourselves. Um, and before we get into the episode, as always, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Those links are in our notes section. And we also have our cheat sheets ready, also in the link section. And the link is the same as for Project Runway Lifetimeified. So you'll just have to scroll on down to get to our Bravo version. So, yeah. Never it, never again. <laughs> We've said no. goodbye to Lifetime. Da, na, 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 na. L-I-F-E-T. I know. I don't know. I know. And no more of those no more of those great ads. Now we just have oh, to have ads man. for like the real housewives fighting I... instead of like ads for like crazy movies about like spousal abuse. Exactly. And and it's kinda like great. I can't well no, ninety day ninety day fiance is not on lifetime, but it might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> the my favorite is um married on first sight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know who I'm marrying. I've never watched that show, and even from the 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 commercials, I still have no idea what that is. Only because my worst fears is that it's actually people who are marrying each other the, on the first sight, um, and I just don't want to believe it. Also, sometimes during the Lifetime shows, there are ads for Bravo. They hmm. have Christian Siriano giving people tips, and I. I find that disconcerting. Like, why are you guys coming over to the Lifetime Network? Stay in your lane, <laughs> guys. It's just kind of mean. Um, okay, so let's get into our Bravo version. And Nalen, before we get too far into this, your initial thoughts or anything that you've been holding onto as we're on a third episode. Um, I know it's crazy that we're on the third episode already. I know. Um, and and I have been I have been watching. I have to admit I haven't been paying as much attention as I might have been, partially because we're in the early like scrum of designers, so it's mm-hmm. a little hard to pick people out. Um, but uh, it's interesting that um, I I think a lot of our concerns with um, things that they had done progressively in, um, I guess it was season 16. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, got carried over to season 17 of Prime, but got dumped for um, got dumped for um, the All Star season. Right, right. Even though it was the same workroom, similar models. And yeah, they were filming around the same time, maybe back to back. But it's interesting that they've but but for this it's like they widened the the choice of models they were casting. Mm-hmm. They you know there's just a, a a number of things that we were sort of complaining about um being missing from All-Stars are picked up here. Two, I think good effect. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's helping to honestly um humif- uh humanize <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of these designers who I'm, I'm not that wild about, and it's interesting that they're letting the models talk. They're asking them questions. Right. Um. They're getting some of their feedback, and we had a little bit of that in season 16 of Project Runway as well, because they mm-hmm. really had the models as a part of the, um, of the challenges. So, you know, that's why we're all fans of Lyris, and then you mm-hmm. know, and fans of these other women because we, you know, they weren't just, um. Not that, you know, you can be just a model, but honestly, mm-hmm. they're a part of the show. They're more integrated. So Yeah. There's now I have a question for you, Ernest. Okay. Are we having brackets? Are we doing brackets? Right. So in, given like you know, given Samilia's heavy <laughs> commitments and Yeah. So I've been thinking about our bracket situation and it you know we would have chosen brackets by now if this were a mm-hmm. normal time of year. And um, I usually wait until the third episode because we've seen people, if you're new, um, you know, you kind of get get the lay of the land. A lot of the, the shaft is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, we're doing brackets. I'm, okay. And I, I'm, um, I haven't told her that I told uh, Patricia this, but I, I might tell Patricia that they're going to have to choose a bracket as well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to bother Samilia. And um, for you listeners who are really, really enjoying Patricia, um, I'm going to ask them for their choice as well. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I will be sending all y'all emails about that. And, and, and we might even do a draft because we, I mean, I- there's some clear front runners. I think that I think the draft was fun. I I think that that was sort of the fairest way of mm-hmm. of doing it yes. ultimately. Yes, no doubling up. Yeah. We're going to have to fight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive. Okay. Um All right. And I and just one more question for you Nayland. Mm. Off the bat, the title of this episode was All the Rage, and I don't know why. Do you have an idea? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, I mean, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay, okay. Because I I thought it would have been better if it said all the rave. We'll we'll mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But I just was you mm-hmm. know up top. I'm like I don't really know what what this means. Um, okay, so so let's let's get started. And we we open as always after our, you know, pre- on previously ons. We open up in the penthouse, and mm-hmm. I believe they're in. They're definitely working in Greenpoint. 
yeah, that's what it that's what it looks like. And they might be living there too. Yeah, and I'm I am really glad actually that we're you know back um, that that we get to see them all live together. That it it definitely adds to um, the emotional backstory of all of this, and mm-hmm. it just gives you a you know it gives you a really different sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we we open with um, and this is I mean here's the problem right with this many designers I'm going to forget names um, left and right but <laughs> um, you know someone is asking Sebastian um, about winning. Mm-hmm. And I think so it's is Bish, that it, Bishme or Bishmi? Is, is that yes? Who's also yes. I think no that was that was a. Yeah, Bishmi in the in the in the bed yeah. with with Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, and and uh, and then we see um, uh, COVID <laughs> uh, meditating, yeah. and we're getting like backstory from him about why he does that, and his um, his you know having lost a brother. Um, and that the meditation is the thing that sort of pulled him through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's clear that he's somebody who, um, gives a lot of good interview, right? They, they really focus on him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, COVID is on the fence for me. This is so helpful <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and not in the sense that, you know, um, it's awful. He talks about it, the passing of his brother, and um, it's interesting that he, he he meditates to cope with the loss, or to start coping, or mm-hmm. and he has been coping with the loss of his brother. And you know, he's out there having his time, and then he saunters in like a um, I would say like a baby fawn who has no idea <laughs> what life is like on the outside. Like they've just been, he's just been born. It's He's been birthed by the balcony, this gigantic coat. And it's, it's nice to see that back and forth there because you kind of understand a little bit of his energy and personality and his outlook on life. And it definitely mm-hmm. helps me because just on the face of it, I'm like, Oh, you're a lot COVID. You're a lot. Yes. Yeah. He's such a character. So um and Nayland, I thought I asked you to do the dishes last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is exactly the sort of thing that I love and was missing from this show because it is exactly like all of them like stuck together, mm-hmm. like living in this place. Yep. And and clearly, I mean, I don't know if there's um, shenan- I, I wouldn't say like production shenanigans, but <laughs> um, but we get Nadine, um, uh, sort of reading the boys for being like, you know, here you are, bunch of messy boys mm-hmm. leaving stuff but on the counter. You know, I cleaned up the dishes every night. I can't like wake up to dirty dishes. What's your problem? <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, and it's so funny. It looked like they had a party the night before because there are those huge trays that you usually see at, you know, gigantic gatherings with little flames <laughs> underneath. And 
And, and I'm like, is she complaining about that? Or is she complaining about it? Because it seems as if someone catered and are they supposed to clean that up? Or is the crew supposed to come in afterwards? Oh, I think they are. I think the crew just shows up and dumps food. <laughs> and and they're supposed to take care of everything else. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because she's just throwing stuff around. And I, I was having weird family flashbacks because Saturday mornings is when it's like, you get it. If the kitchen isn't clean, then you're getting it. Um, but yeah, and, and out of all of this, Nadine has four boys at home and, and the way I guess these boys to her act, she's like, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to like misbehaving adults. Like my, her boys probably, you know, live in an immaculate house because they all clean every day. (laughs) She misses them. Or, or (laughs) I don't know about that. I think she's more like. Really, I have to deal. I, I have to deal with like chasing boys around mm-hmm. all the time at home, and I come here to be like a on TV and be yeah. a star, yeah. and I got to clean up after your grown ass man. <laughs> like bullshit, no fork thing. Also, yeah. she's forty seven. I'm like, my god, you look gorgeous. I mean, it is incredible because she also. I don't know. And, and, you know, but the thing is, I think, I think Nadine is kind of incredible. I think all of them are. And I really do feel as if um, the way her house is run, it's like a well-oiled machine. Um, Mm -hmm. There is not a wrinkle on her face because Mm -hmm. all is well, you know, you know, they probably live with nice, you know, everything smells great. You know, the walls Mm -hmm. are, are, you know, filled with wonderful art pieces that are just soothing to the soul. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, she's 47. And Renee, who looks like a baby, is 51. I know. I so, know. just saying, Renee in her eyes looks like she's a six-year-old. Oh, my God. There's just something about her her eyes. I'm like, it, they're just, you, you're a child. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so we must leave the wrecked up penthouse and um and we all head towards i guess the the runway to meet with carly mm-hmm. Kloss, um who is wearing a blonde suit wearing a blonde suit with no bra yeah it, you know a, she's one color yes so it's that's yes. great um not a fan of this outfit but you know the coloring is is really interesting considering what the challenge is. Yeah. I don't know what to think about her as a, as a, you know, as a a person who has style one way or the other at this point, she just seems to me like somebody who's dressed by other people, but I, Mm -hmm. but I really, it's just, I really don't know much about her at all. Yeah. Same. Um, I mean, we're going to compare to Heidi Klum. Heidi Mm -hmm. Klum had an, had a style before she got on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Had been in the industry for a while and and was past her. Well, I would say, uh, coming down from the peak of her supermodel um, stage of her career. But the thing about Carly Kloss and Heidi Klum that are the same is that they get a lot of ADR. So there's a lot of missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go back to season one of Project Runway. There are a lot of ADRs where where Heidi had to voice it over because maybe she dropped a line didn't fill in parts of the challenge and I was like oh this feels like the old one mm-hmm. but that's about it with with Carly mm-hmm. um well she introduces the challenge and brings out some visuals 
Mm-hmm. And we have three models who are outfitted in prints from head to toe. Mm-hmm. And apparently prints from head to toe used to be a no-no. And now, oh, I get it. Now it's all the rage. Really, guys? There we go. I wrote down exactly what she said, and I completely forgot that that's what she said. Uh, Wow. Anyway, so, yeah, it's all the rage, Prince. Their Mm -hmm. their challenge is to create an editorial look using one print from the head to the toe, meaning accessories as well. Hats, Mm -hmm. shoes, everything. And, um... Yeah, I I was really excited about this. It's like, what a challenge. Not just and, mixing print, but one print. Well, and Ernez, what are the other conditions for this challenge? Oh, right. So it's a one-day challenge. Right, but what are the other conditions? Um. Oh, no. Did I miss that they get 15 no there are none there are none (laughs) unlike all stars where you have to where this like head-to-toe print challenge would also be your interpretation of a (laughs) nissan ultima i know oh man (laughs) i didn't even you know maybe that's why i was feeling so great about this yeah they didn't mess up my print here's like here here's the parameter it's one thing think about that one thing oh man you know what holy crapness and it's that's the thing i think in my head i i was like one print yeah if this were all stars lifetime uh, the initial twist would be you must use five prints and right. they can't be from the same section of mood or something you know right and they have to go from like day to night Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, <laughs> we need a transitional print, and we need at least five accessories right. representing each print. And I'm like, oh my god, you have one day. Like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> so, oh man, and and I think maybe perhaps the one thing they put on top of this, but in a way, it opens it up to interpretation, is that it has to be an editorial look. And right. I thought it was fascinating that Jamal, our 23-year-old who just showed at at Fashion Week, whoops, Mm -hmm. he hears editorial and runs with it. He's like, I really like editorial because you don't have to worry about how it will fit on a human body. You don't have to worry about the clothes and how it functions as clothes. You can just do whatever you want. Let me just also say, like, the clothes that we see... (laughs) from jamal's collection i'm like yes 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 oh i'm there (laughs) i mean i not so much his first look but his second look is i think amazing Uh, yeah i'm because i it's i'm a little put off by his um rap bubble-ness um because he used that in the last challenge or he's used that already oh that's true just a white version of it i'm like oh no can you do anything else you've already done this I didn't put that together, but yes, he yeah. is. I mean, he 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 is young. Yes, yeah, and very, very, very. Uh, there are a lot of confident people on this show. We'll mm-hmm. we'll get to, we'll get to that. So, one of the other things about um, this this version is the winner gets to either the winner is the only one who gets to choose their model, which is what I just figured out. Mm-hmm. You get to keep your model or you get to steal someone's model. And of course, mm-hmm. last week we had Tessa who stole his his model. And Sebastian chooses to keep the person yes. that he's um, um, who's the, his model this week. 
Mm-hmm. Lexa. Yeah, Lexa. So, um, and then for everyone else, Carly goes, she's like, um, so yeah, I left all your other comp cards on the accessories wall, so you can just go and just pick those up. I just, I walked in, I got up this morning, and um, I took the stack from the office in the back, and then I put them up there myself. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really funny d- detail. She's like, I left them there. I'm like, you did not. Props did. Anyway, yes. so. <laughs> and I mean, at least they didn't put them on top of like a greased flagpole or something like that. <laughs> Every, you know, it's like, yes. We are going to make you run across the room and <laughs> claw each other to get something, but it's not going to be like all of your materials or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we're not going to do a relay race style <laughs> Yeah, of ridiculousness. Um, but what's interesting is all the comp cards are, they fold in, so they have no idea. They just grab it and they get whoever they get. Mm-hmm. And we hear from everyone like, oh, yes, I got my girlfriend. Oh, yes, I got my favorite person. And then Nadine's mm-hmm. like, oh, 12 to 14. Oh, 12 to 13 shoes. Oh. And then um, she's clearly not happy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 We hear that the head-to-toe print is right up her alley. She just did a whole collection of it. Um, but she does actually do some sensible stuff, which is that, um, you know, it's hard with a larger model. Mm-hmm. Like, like basically when you have super skinny models, you can throw anything on them and get away with it. With a larger model, you do have to think about, like, certain kinds of prints aren't going to work for them. Mm-hmm. I would also say certain kind of fabrics are not so great for them. Mm-hmm. Which which ties into what Nadine does later on. I mean, but I mean, no, go ahead. She, she no, she gets an edit that makes it sound like she's being like, you know, full of full of hate. But it, but at this point, I don't think she's quite there. It's just that she's actually saying something kind of sensible that later on seems like much worse yeah and i i got that sense as well because i thought and she says i'm used to dressing women with curves Mm -hmm. and deal and deals with it to me it was just a little strange that she was already complaining um not really having seen the the well no i mean they get the comp cards with all the with all the photographs but and and it's another thing where we we open up the day with Nadine complaining and then mm-hmm. we have her opening up the workroom complaining about her model. And I'm just thinking like, maybe just Nadine, she's just a complainer. This mm-hmm. is how, this is her thought process. This is what she does. <laughs> and even yeah. if it's not necessarily mean spirited, but it's just how she talks it out. Mm-hmm. So also, did you notice that for while Nadine was talking, the music cue is like, Hey, 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 <laughs> it's <laughs> like are they trapping it up back there like you know where'd they find that on garage band anyway know. so all right let's get to sketch time yep and we learn a little bit about even more of these designers um rakan who is mm-hmm. who is syrian and um I thought I just wanted to call him out because he's drawing this really colorful jumpsuit using colors. And I just was surprised at his sketch. Yes. Like, are you going to find yes. this exact print in mood? Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. 
Um, and then we also have a freak out from our minimalist designer, Tessa. Yes. It's, it's a tough life being beige. <laughs> um, beige and off beige and, and, and in control. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Tessa tends to go for solids. Prints are challenging. Mm. And gosh, it, it was it, it was um and also I think we got a clip from the judging panel that was taken out last week where Brandon states the obvious to me which was the obvious um you know cuz she was the worst out of the top group. Mm-hmm. And he tells her he's like we've kind of seen the clothes that you make already mm-hmm. and Although Nina loves your style, I don't get it. Like, I don't get your hook. What is your hook? So mm-hmm. she's kind of, I think, also shaken by not winning. And I think Patricia was really on it last week when, you know, they noticed that Tessa, when, you know, they didn't announce that Tessa had won, that Sebastian won, that she was actually disappointed. I'm like, I am holding on to the fact that she thought this was how she's going to get through the competition mm-hmm. in a way. So by bossing people around. Um. All right. Ready to go to mood? Off we go. All right. How do you, and so I'll let you Yeah, so lead us into mood. How how are you feeling about this this new section of of this mood introduction and this new way of entering and getting a lay of the land of mood? <laughs> mm, you know, it's it's um it's it's a little bit like welcome back to an old friend. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, um, we get we get Christian um, being a little bit more hosty. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's fine. Yeah, they get two hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. for their their uh, and then forty five minutes to shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not you know they're not in a in a in a scrum. Right. But it's like we do yes, they uh we do get to hear Christian doing a bit more mentory stuff. I just have to say, and this has always been the case with Christian, mm-hmm. um you know that comb forward is <laughs> just it's never been a choice I've been able to get behind. Someone, a friend of mine sent me a photo because I posted this on Instagram. Um, the ads for, Pro- for Project Runway Bravo it, are all in the subways and it's just Siriano and Carly Claus. Mm-hmm. There's a comb back in that photo and it's clearly not his hair. Yeah, it's, it is weirdly, um, I, and I hate to say this, it's weirdly Trumpian in its architecture, like everything that's going on. <laughs> Oh no! On, on, on the top of his head, there's yeah. definitely like I don't know if it's if there's like you know a receding hairline. Like I don't know what the what the issue is, but it's kind of been his thing all the way through, and it just always looks a little tortured to me. Anyway, hmm. it's even though I've even though I've come to um, like him a lot more as a personality, and and you know, and and. Uh, 
and respect him more as a designer. It's just like mm-hmm. that little bit of personal styling has just always <laughs> been like, oh, what is going on there? Like, yeah, I mean, I just hadn't noticed until those ads where I was like, wow, mm. the hair looks really strange in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christian. So, so they're all running around mood. Yeah. Um, and Sonia, who I, I hope you remember who this is. Sonia didn't know that stripes are considered to be a print. <laughs> yes. You know, she's, I guess, freaking out. And apparently Chris, Christian Siriano loves prints. You know, not, I shouldn't say mm-hmm. apparently. Um, his designs are, are when he goes into prints, he's very bold in prints, very bold in colors. But I wouldn't know him as much for prints, I would say. Right. Um, but he's going around and I think he's trying to lift everyone's spirits a bit, um, mm-hmm. especially those who seem a little off. And he's like, I love a print challenge. Prints are great. Prints, right? And you can do whatever you want. And she's like, are, are stripes a print? He's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Come on. And he was so nice about it, which is really wonderful because yes. I think I would have been a little... I would have been a gigantic asshole about that. And, um, you know, Sonia, you don't know that stripes are a print. Um, glad that that Christian is there to be so uplifting and so a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What about we have Rakan again? Our, yes. our, um, our wonderful um, person who gives us yet another mother, grandmother story. Mm-hmm. He's actually looking for a granny print. That's what he wants. Yes. Um, but the, we do get a great photograph of Rakan and his mom. And his oh. mom looks like um, Colette or something in this in this photograph. She looks super chic. Oh, yeah. Something that seems like a kind of a dark suit jacket or something. Oh, man. Um, I, I totally missed that. Yeah. I was looking yeah, at yeah. his face mostly because he's so adorable in that I picture. I know, I know. He's a sweetie. So cute. Oh, yeah. so cute. But um, but yeah, he's really inspired by... And I wasn't sure if that was his mother or grandmother. And that's another thing I wasn't mm-hmm. really clear on. The In the photo, it's his mom. He's, okay. He, but he's talking about his grandmother and how okay. important it was. And <laughs> he does this thing that is, uh, to me, hilarious where... Um, he's got this like houndstooth that is really um, a really fine print, and and it's I don't tiny. even know if it's a print. Like it, that's it, that's it, a weave, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it it technically is a print, but it but from two feet away, it looks like a weave. You know, it just looks like it didn't. It doesn't look like anything. I mean. Because we also have, and I made a note of this, Jamal carrying around a gigantic houndstooth print. I was like, well, right. that's a print. But yeah. Con- compared to Rakan and his version, it, not a print. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, and and so Christian is giving him grief about it and giving him grief about it. So we see him like place it against the wall and then pick up this <laughs> super bright plaid. And I think it clearly... That it's like he's doing whatever it's going to take to get Christian to like turn around and leave him alone. <laughs> and then like Christian leaves and suddenly immediately we see him back holding like the houndstooth. And like, his face is like, I'm going to get to this anyway. Like, you know what? I'm buying this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yes, everybody's going with like black and white. It's weird. Um, and then we hear from Garo that he used to be in the rave scene. So that means we he get... gets spandex. He's in the spandex oh, section. He is in the spandex section. But we also <laughs> get like the most embarrassing <laughs> photograph of him. Recli- <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. It's it's like his postcard from a K hole. It's it is like <laughs> he's got these like long braids. It's, it's I mean Oh yeah, I'm recalling now. Like it's it is bad. It very much is quintessential yeah. mid that looked like mid nineties to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When that was a thing, I'm from California, that was kind of a thing <laughs> in LA. Um, although I think he was, you know, born and raised and and raved in New York. Yeah, he's a club kid. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's just, of course, we all had those nights where we were, <laughs> were <laughs> a little extra exuberant. It's just really funny that, I mean, it makes you think like, okay, what is the research process like? Like when you have auditioned for the show and then they come to you and they go like, okay, well, we'd like some family photographs. And then um, maybe if you could give us some photographs that tell us the story of who you are as a designer, Mm -hmm. like if there was a Halloween costume that you were in or a moment where someone took a flash picture of you that you really didn't expect and you were really stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Just anything incriminating. Yeah. And it's like, it's all up to you. And and it's kind of like you can get an idea of their taste level (laughs) from the edit of photographs that they bring in with them. They're also their shame spectrum. (laughs) 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 It's like, what are you willing to show the world? And I think they got Garl Sparrow's pictures and are like, you are hired. Yes. You are coming on to the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought the costumes that he made for his friends. So they show images of these costumes that he, he made. Uh, the, the I think the Chrysler Building and maybe the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. They're two iconic New York buildings, and they're gorgeous. <laughs> they're such yeah. amazing costumes yeah. with hats and headpieces and everything. It's like that is amazing. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Um, they're all, you know, everybody's having a hard time. Um, you know, Tessa is just a a total mess. She Mm -hmm. doesn't know what to do. Um, Hester is playing peekaboo behind some plaids (laughs) and then she finds this gingham fabric and then that's it. She didn't really like it, but she likes the way it feels in her hand yeah which i thought was interesting and then we um we get um some other is this where we get her like backstory about we um about college i mean we kind of do i do believe because i know she mentions that she's doing a design that she has been holding on to for quote unquote some time right Right. So maybe we don't get the maybe yeah, I yeah, think I don't, we maybe I don't, thing. Yeah, I think it comes up later. Yeah. But this sort of reminded me of um like a throwback to Top Chef in a way. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I've ever heard of a designer 
on the show being like, I'm going to, I've never tried this, but I've been thinking about it for years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, Christian Siriano is yelling at everyone that they have literally seconds to get a zipper. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're off away from mood. Still no sign of swatch. Just two abandoned bowls by the door. Yeah. Like, so where are you? Where you know, are you swatch? Um, still, still yes. there. I, not, you know, the writer hasn't been fulfilled. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. So back into the workroom, back to Greenpoint. This is when I figured out that they were in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 and I, and I think I remember them because I think a bunch of artists were kicked out of the building that they're in right now. <laughs> Oh, quite possible. Yeah, it's an old building with a bunch. There were a lot of old studios there, and um, but now it's this beautiful warehouse right. where they're making stuff in. Um, still art, but interesting. COVID feels yeah. like a little birdie flying away in the sky. Now that it's the first challenge, not a team challenge, right? And uh, he he's free. He feels yes. freer. But yeah, I and I so I mentioned that because I realize again that the way this show has been structured, they kind of knock them out the first two challenges. So the first challenge is the first one. Everyone's really hyped up, scared. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, you throw them into a team challenge. Mm-hmm. Super stressful, lots of animosity and lots of drama. Mm-hmm. And then finally you let them go and the survivors are just like, oh, great, Prince. That's a wonderful parameter. But, you know, I kind of liked hearing COVID being like, I feel like I can just kind of soar now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're, and at this point, they're sharing tables. Yes, they are, actually. Because how many are there? I think there are 16. No, no, no. I'm, I'm 14. I'm 14. There are 14. Right. Yeah, they started with 16. They're now at 14. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we get a little bit of back and forth, I believe. And we also have a little back and forth between Vinny and COVID. They're mm-hmm. sharing a table. And then Garl Sparrow and Sonia. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Garl, uh, he's the only, and, I, and I'm, I'm using his, in him as the intro because I feel like what he says here is like I got stripes I got mm-hmm. the hardest thing to work with I feel like no one else here is really challenging themselves I'm the only one challenging myself so. right I mean this is funny right because um, because Sonia was the person asking whether or not um, stripes were a print mm. and she ends up with and she didn't end up with them <laughs> I think it's like a polyester snake or something. Uh, I mean, uh, it is. It, yeah, we can we yeah, can talk we'll, about we'll, that. Yeah, it's not, not good. Touch that. I don't want to touch until, until we have to. But I want to. I like. Here's Gar. In as I see it, here's Garo's problem from the get go. Mm-hmm. It's those colors are not the right colors. It's kind of like a weird, like pink. And sort of purple. Something later on he refers to it as steel, but it yeah. like doesn't look like a dark gray to me at all. It's yeah, it's any if anything, it's a muted something. It's not yeah. steel. What what? <laughs> you can't dress that up in a word that it's not. 
Yeah. Um, so so it's like I I feel like if this had been um clearer, less muddy colors, he would have been that would have helped to some extent. Perhaps. I mean he the when you look at his sketch, he he sketched it in in like a lighter stripe that was paint that was like pink on white. Oh. And and I think that would have actually um like it's a much lighter pink too mm. um than than what he ended up with. So mm. I think this is a really weird color choice from the get go. Yeah, I totally agree with that. All right. So it's time for a twist. Mm-hmm. Siriano comes walking in. He brings in this person. <laughs> I wasn't really sure who they were. Um, everyone starts freaking out. And mm-hmm. it's so fun to see this. But it's Marnie Sinofante, who mm-hmm. is the only thing that really matters is that she's Beyonce's stylist. Because right. I know he starts like, oh, she dressed a Kardashian, one of them. And then Queen B. And everyone, I mean, Bish, you know, Bish me freaks out. Because she just says, hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. And he goes, you sound just like you did on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, the announcement is the, the the season twist. And this is what I was talking about when I, I said that I think Bravo kind of knocked it up a notch. Is that Marnie is going to be there regularly to be the stylist whenever style is important. So they're not leaving it up to the designers when it really counts. Mm-hmm. And I just think this is a major Bravo power move. To have mm-hmm. her on regularly, um, yeah. as stylist coach, I know she has she has like a really weird, like kind of affectation about her. <laughs> There's something about the way she like holds her body yes. and holds her face and has these kind of reaction thing. I don't know. There's something that seems very studied about her. Yeah, and um, it's it's odd because I I have to say um, I went on her Instagram after seeing the promos for this, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting. I don't I don't know how I didn't really know. I'm so sorry. I'm showing my lack of of stylist know how, but a lot of her pictures are profile. She's on her toes and she's profile. And I, and I notice that a lot as well when she's speaking to people or when people are talking about her, she kind of turns her face to the side and mm-hmm. in, in the way that you're saying she's practiced, it's almost like, I know this is my good side kind of like, this is why I right. present in a way. Right. Yeah. I mean, that seems like maybe derived from, um, from someone like Diana Vreeland, right? Mm-hmm. Who, at like, at a time when it's it when you could really control your image, mm-hmm. you know, you could sort of decide like this is the only way I'm going to be depicted, right? And and yeah. that gets harder to do at a time when everybody has video cameras. On them, or like it's like that's harder to do with like you know when you're in motion than when you're like posing for a still photograph. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially again um, when social media is a part of it. Mm-hmm. 
and social media was a part of this show from the very first episode it is a it's a very different way of yeah we're not we're not yeah no that's okay i'll have to think about that a little bit more that's really interesting um so i won't like wax quixotic on podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah but uh, all that being said we we have marnie sessions now mm-hmm. and her refrain is that they have to think editorial so mm-hmm. we come in with a, a you know there's a there's a room where they're going to come in one by one all 14 of them we only get to see a few of them the ones who are clearly going to be some someone who are definitely going to be the high scorers some some who are definitely going to be the low scorers and some who are thrown in there to just throw us off mm-hmm. um but we we get um a session between Marnie and COVID first mm-hmm. and COVID is just so excited and he in mm-hmm. so COVID speaks in metaphors and similes and I love it he was like oh my god you're like a blooming daisy and I'm like a bumblebee just attracted to you and mm-hmm. it's like and and it the energy is really again it's just so adorable and it's wonderful and it sounds it looks like Marnie's used to this <laughs> like she doesn't mm-hmm. eyes nice. like Let's get down, talk to business, talk some business. And um, it's really helpful. It seems as if for everyone, they came away feeling a little bit less stressed out. Um, right. Even though it was mostly a talk about um, style. So, right. yeah, yeah. Well, she has that thing. She has that, that that ability to give you an idea and make you think that you had it. Right, it's a, is it kind of like a, oh man, it's, it's almost not like a reverse Tim gun, but. It's definitely not something that Tim would ever do or see as his place. Right. But I think that, um, you can tell, like you can, you, it's really easy to see in these sessions that like, she knows her shit. She does bit. It's like, she, I bet she runs a really tight business Yep. Like she gets results and some of it is through like, how do you work with people? Like she does this thing that's really interesting. She does the opposite of Anne in terms of body language. Hmm. She hunches her shoulders in and she brings her hands close to her chest. Mm-hmm. And she's doing like a lot of like, she she brings her own personal energy in. So it's mm-hmm. not like she's like commanding the room. But then when she's doing, like, the conversations with people, she's like, well, there's this. And, oh, you could do that. And, yeah. and it's like – and I think since she presents initially as kind of, like, playful and kooky, mm-hmm. it doesn't read like she's commanding them to do this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I – because I thought it was really fascinating with the person who – and this is the last person she meets with that we get to see, and that's Tessa – Mm-hmm. Because Tessa pulls out this the most awful fabric, it's ugly. Yeah, in my opinion, I just can't stand it. And I also think Marnie thinks it's ugly, mm-hmm. but she because she says like, oh, with this you can do a million different things with this. You can make this into a million other prints because the print's terrible. So make right. another print out of what you have because what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, she plays around with it she puts some like the circles and the shapes up to her ear and like look this could be an earring look this is a necklace and mm-hmm. look, you know kind of playing around with it um which i thought was so skillful in mm-hmm. responding to tessa's energy because she could read her when she came in she's like you look stressed she's like yes i'm right. freaking out 
So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really a really really wonderful. Did I mean, did you have any favorites here? I I didn't even write down um much about about um all of them that came in. I think maybe Bishmi um was the one who I I wrote down some because I love his little story about his <laughs> Spanish woman who's getting catfished. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, you know, she she's basically just encouraging everybody to um, go a little bit further. Right, right. You know, with what yeah. they're thinking about, which makes sense. Um, you know, she and, um, you know, she and Hester have a kind of, like, kooky off, mm-hmm. like, like, I'm kooky. No, I'm kooky. I'm even kookier than you. I'm so kooky. Um, and you know. I, yeah, and I thought it's because yeah about Hester. This was the probably the most serious that I saw Marnie get when it came to yeah. to Hester's shoes. Mm-hmm. She pulls out these gigantic platform boots, and it was in this moment where I'm like, here is the the Marnie boss coming out. She was like, right. "You have to cover these shoes." It was mo- almost the only definitive things that she- thing that she'd said to anybody. Right. Well, because they're iridescent. They're they're like mm-hmm. a totally different color palette. They're like a a black iridescent platform dark Mar- Doc Martin. Mm-hmm. And um, and so yeah, so that totally doesn't work with the the uh, color palette of the print that she you know that she chose yeah and i think if if marnie hadn't pointed that out then i think hester would have been like i'm i can't mm-hmm. do it i'm i'm i don't have enough time but mm-hmm. this is sort of you know marnie is a stylist gene a styling genius so mm-hmm. gotta focus on those details um so everybody feels better after marnie everyone and mm-hmm. if they didn't we didn't see it probably didn't keep it in right but we do have this post Marnie moment <laughs> with Bishmi at his sewing machine making a fancy hat out of this ugly mm-hmm. print that he chose. Oh, I didn't like this print either. Mm-hmm. And he shares his catfish story with everybody. And um, you know, she's gonna she's going from being a naive global girl who agreed for a man she's never met to fly her to Spain and who possibly may be like recruiting her as a drug mule and and then like, you know, whatever, gets to her, you know. It, it's it's like an interesting little back and forth that we get with all of the designers. Not with mm-hmm. all of them, but Garo, Hester, and Bishmi, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. We also get... there Here we get Hester's story about, um, you know, the teacher who didn't like her in mm-hmm. school. She was too punk rock, and the teacher had her kicked out of school. Yeah. I... And it's so... You know, it's really awful. Um... To hear that, and and this is all the while Hester's in her her confessional wearing a Dr. Seuss hat, mm-hmm. and um, and and it's it kind of again puts her into a bit of context. Same thing with COVID because Hester, oh, speaks without punctuation, mm-hmm. which really raises my blood pressure because I'm like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I have to follow along with your dramatically long sentences, and you look like Rainbow Bright. And I don't mm. get it. There's this disconnect between your the words coming out of your mouth, how they're coming out of your mouth, and then how you have presented yourself to the world. Right. Um, yeah, but Christian, I think, puts it to her with her fabric choices um, that, you know, 
they keep saying that you're quirky, be you. And I don't necessarily think that Hester is quirky. I think, um, I think she's, you know, I, I guess, I guess she's quirky in that she's, um, she's quirky in a super conventional way. Okay. Maybe. Yes. I mean, yes. this is, she, you know, um, it, you know, she is not that far from Aaron. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is exactly that type of, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it is out of like Lolita fashion, mm-hmm. you know, this sort of like, um, looking at sort of vintage, what would be like little girl clothes, right? And and doing, um, you know, mix and matching with patterns and stuff. But it's all, um, it, it is all a kind of refusal of adulthood hmm. that is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but. The question is like, okay, what else is there? This is super limited. Um, you know, it's is there room for another Betsy Johnson in the mm. world? Mm. Like, and Betsy Johnson's amazing and has found the way to kind of like make that um, that mindset, um, you know, into a, a thirty year long story. Yeah. But it real, but that, but it really is like her territory. Yeah, and I think a part of that is that that just came to mind is that it's it's fun, and I think mm. and there's humor there, and there's something mm. that's very humorless about Hester's quirkiness, even, and it has to do with that to me the disconnect that there's this there's a bit of sadness and that, yeah, that never Neverland type of deal, just not wanting to grow up or not wanting to um, to deal with life, but not necessarily necessarily because you want to keep having fun in a very childlike way, but because you've been really hurt and rejected by the world. <laughs> so this mm-hmm. is your way of, of mm-hmm. dealing and recreating something that maybe you just didn't get to develop out of. Mm-hmm. So sorry to psychoanalyze Hester here, but um, I mean, yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Christian Siriano um is living under one of the the workroom desks. Mm-hmm. And he's in he lives in the brother's sewing room. Um there's there is no time where Christian Siriano is not there. He's he he's working there. Actually, mm-hmm. we're in the back of <laughs> of his um of his atelier. So yes. cuz he's just always there. Um yeah, so I mean cuz we kind of have this moment with Hester Mm-hmm. And then we go to Rakan, who is pulling out these super long pants. <laughs> Comic, yes, yes, it is. That's how hilarious it is. They're comically long pants. Well, well, it's his jumpsuit thing. <laughs> Christian is like, yeah. Christian makes a valiant attempt to throw himself in the <laughs> path of the oncoming. Um like you know train wreck that is Rakan's idea <laughs> um by yes first first using humor like what's going on here these pants are crazy mm-hmm. 
Um, I just noticed something about Rakan, by the way, which is that he has a golden section um, uh, tattoo on his arm. Wait, what do you mean a golden section? Well, the golden ratio. You know, the, the sort of spot, the, the sort of, um, uh, you know, symbol for the golden ratio that is the uh, the spiral um, inside the rectangle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's got tattooed on his arm. Huh, I mean, but but what does that actually mean? Um, evidently some uh, devotion to a notion of uh, eternal beauty standards. That's what I, whenever I hear people talking about the golden ratio, it always, you know, it's like this thing of like, this is a constant thing that is beautiful always or pleasing to the, pleasing to the eye. I don't know. All right. That makes more sense to me because, uh, okay. Is is it about measurements or is it about symmetry or is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not about symmetry. It's about, it's about, um, a proportion, a, okay. a, a height to length proportion. Okay. Um, wow. Um, anyway, good eye, Nalen. I did not <laughs> see that. That says so much more about Rakan, um, and his taste in pants yeah. and proportion yeah. and talk about golden ratio. It's all off. I mean, because the pants look like they were made for a silt walker. Yeah. Just oh, way too long. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. And then, but the idea is that they're somehow going to be gathered. Also, as you so astutely noted, like, what were the colors on Rakan's sketch? Oh, oh, um, highlight um, pink, highlight green, highlight yellow, and some you know, some pencil, some, some charcoal. Yeah. yeah. How did we get here? Yeah. How did we get from, I want to do this and I'm going to just use all these crazy colors and really fun, fun things, whatever. And then you go to moon and you're like, my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma is like, wait, what, what happened? Yeah. It's a bit of panic there, I guess. Because I man, mood has so many prints. And you and you come out with tiny tiny houndstooth anyway. So yeah, it's very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So he keeps telling this story. Like Christian's like, okay, so these pants are really long. What's going on? And he's like, yes, it's a there's elastic. And then I think Christian asks him about the top part, and he explains that there's a jacket that goes over that. Oh that's yeah, that's oversized. <laughs> like and 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 this is the part where Christian just starts to go like. Okay, I I can't pretend that this isn't a problem here. And he goes in on him and is like, <laughs> you know, you're always about these interesting ideas, but you pick the wrong fabric mm-hmm. after I told you not to, and now you're kind of stuck with it, and you have this weird, like this weird idea for what these ideas are supposed to be, but they don't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and. The thing that I'm unhappy about with Christian is that he falls back on old lady. Yeah, and it's like that's and and does and does he say this to Rakan? Yes, he says the thing that I worry about with this is that it could go old lady right. really quickly. And I I understand this idea. Actually, I don't understand because I love Prince and I don't necessarily think that Prince equal old lady. And the same thing with Michelle and and on the Lifetime channel. 
<laughs> where her mm. terrible prints were like, uh, it's like grandma wallpaper. Not necessarily, but also, um, did you hear about what Rakan's um, inspiration was? It was an old lady. It is an old lady. Right. So it's, well, yeah. and and also, can we just say, like, now, here's a, something that would be, like, amazing for some diversity in the, in the models. Mm. Like, let's get, let's get some models. Yeah. That are, um, you know, like, in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s. Yes. Like, that would be a really interesting thing. Because really, the the thing that we're set up with at this point is that, like, there is one pole of beauty and ultimate fashionability. And it is occupied by Rihanna and Beyonce. <laughs> And then at the other end of that are like crones who are the most <laughs> helpless, hapless creatures on earth who couldn't possibly be fashionable. Yeah. And everyone pities them. And it's it's it it is it's it's irritating to me because in part because it's like, wait a minute, who's got the money to buy a lot of these clothes? Exactly. Like people who are financially secure who are older. And especially since half the room is inspired by their moms. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> come on. We, we have. <laughs> and the other half is moms. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? So I just, I, I'm, I just call Christian on that because yeah. that's, it's like a, it's a sort of shorthand for unfashionable that doesn't make any sense. Right. Or yeah, it's it's a it's a pejorative, and yeah. it's getting to the point where it doesn't really make any sense. And yeah, no, yeah, great call, great call on, on Christian. Um, but you know he's he he's not able to move Rakan like one inch off of what Rakan has sort of decided he's going to do. There is this scene of Rakan. Kind of, because Wakanda has these great faces, and you can, mm -hmm. if you, you guys, if 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 you aren't watching the show, I would go back just to watch the scene and mood when when Christian turns his back and Wakanda <laughs> grabs that bolt and just goes, "I'm gonna get this anyway." Like he just has <laughs> this look on his face. I, maybe that's just what I remember, and I'm just I'm projecting it onto him. But he scrunches his face up, and I think when Christian's trying to talk him out of all of these elastic pulls that he's putting in he's just like nope 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 he's just gathering he's like i'm gonna keep mm -hmm. gathering i'm gonna mm -hmm. keep gathering this fabric mm -hmm. oh it's so ugly okay all right so <laughs> off is on so an island break we go back <laughs> and people are doing like more fitting mm -hmm. um you know christian's like come on get working yep um he goes to talk to Afa, um, who is adorable. <laughs> can we just say? I mean, seriously, the nicest person. Yeah. On the face of this earth. Yeah. <laughs> also inspired by his mom. Yes. Uh, but oh, Christian... his grandmother. No, he's talking about how his grandma can rock it. Right. Like that's yeah. And um yeah and then I I also just wrote in my notes that Christian also tells her well we don't want to look old yeah that's an old shoe with mm -hmm. an old lady look yeah this yeah. is like his yeah man but I would also say that I didn't like office print um I don't think Christian did either but the way 
he described it was like, oh, she's island. Mm. And so, but the thing about office print is that, oh no, you chose a very familiar and distinctive print and Mm -hmm. you just have to pull it together. It was just, you know, I'll talk about it later, but it wasn't as fun as I would like for him to be. Um, Also, what about um, Afa? So Afa has a moment with Sebastian, who we don't see with Siriano. And I would Mm -hmm. think because we don't need to see him with Siriano, Mm -hmm. because Sebastian... So Alpha comes over to Sebastian. And I thought this was interesting. Also a holdover from last week where Alpha's like, yeah, you know, um, I, you know, I came up with this idea all on my own. I don't want mm-hmm. my, I don't want my outfit to be too old lady, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. as if Christian Ciarano didn't just tell you that you're, you're repeating it to Sebastian as if you didn't say, you know, if you didn't mm-hmm. like yell in your ear, but Sebastian doesn't look up. He's still hand sewing, barely responds. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian's like, I'm, Still being really selfish about my work. I learned my lesson from Tessa last week. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. And he is showing, he's already sewing the shit out of that yeah. collar because Alpha goes, Where is this machine? I'm like, Sebastian is the machine. And what are you talking right. about? Right. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. 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 Anyway, just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. So, um, we also get we but we do get a um a thing between Siriano and Nadine. Mm-hmm. And we see her fabric and we hear about her experience with working with plus size models cuz she has mm-hmm. so she has like a trick for the waist. Yeah. And it seems as if um it's it's kind of she's she's kind of um spewing into disrespectful territory or it's it feels like Siriano is gently well, suggesting hey you know let's let's talk yeah <laughs> yeah use different I, my first question is where was Christian and mood talking her out of like and why couldn't he talk her out of buying this fabric because mm-hmm. this is some butt ugly fabric <laughs> this is like a a weird like sort of leopard print jersey. Oh. Yeah. Like look at the like look at what this fabric is. Cause it is um it 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 really is some weird like stretch t shirt fabric. I don't yeah, know what it is. It was a weird mix between maybe like a like a yeah, I would say jersey or faded sweatshirt fabric. Yeah, like some like material. light fleece or something. It's yeah. It's really weird. It doesn't it doesn't hang well. Mm-hmm. It's a really ugly color combination. Yeah. And so it's, it's that like, that's her problem right there. Is yeah. that like the fabric just looks like hell to start with. Yeah. And if you just did a whole collection head to toe in print, I would love to see what prints you use, Nadine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's like a number of people bought like these really weird animal prints or or camo prints as we'll talk about later on that are yeah. that are just um unfortunate yeah it really it really is a matter of you know it's prints are extremely subjective but a- again it's like the quality of the fabric just seems really yeah really out really down there and yet 250 dollars yeah. in mood so 
Well, and it does make you appreciate Anya a little bit more. It's oh like my the, the stock at Mood has not changed that much. It has not. In like the intervening year, like for you not to be able to find some great, like super colorful, interesting, complicated prints. Yeah. So I don't know what people were doing with this stuff. Anyway, so right. yeah, Nadine is already like. Um, that uh, you know, again, Christian goes like, "Well, you don't want it to be Golden Girls." I mean, I love the Golden Girls, but <laughs> but it's got to be like a modern Golden Girls. It's like, all right, we're once again in like the the realm of the horrifying elderly. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's fine. I think modern Golden Girls is a good way of describing it, but just hold it there because you know that style yep. is kind of in, but. Actually, Golden Girl Styles is, is kind of in. Everyone's doing oversized things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we we leave Nadine, mm-hmm. and the it's time for the models to come in. Mm-hmm. So we have this little time. Um, everyone just sort of stomps their way in, and um, we have a bit of drama that continues with Rakan who is <laughs> still fitting the, oh my the fabric God. on his model but we actually get to see what it looks like on a body for the first time and it's hideous yeah it's bad yeah no it is like really sort of just like this elastic that's supposed to sort of gather at the knee in this mm-hmm. casual way is like falling down to her ankles. Yeah. It's not like it, you know, it, yeah, it's just, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. Um, It looks delusional. <laughs> and also like delusional. his idea, I mean, I get, I don't know, like why you would want to use an elastic that was that wide. Yeah. Again, I don't know. It's really bizarre. I mean, really good point because, yeah, no, there there are ways to to fix this, and um, I mean the same with with Nadine, who she you know, and she admits that she likes what she's making. She loves her outfit. She just doesn't like the way it looks on her model. Um, so she kind of just what. Oh gosh, does a lot of this billowing thing around the sleeve and mm-hmm. it looks like she's mostly just varying it up, not necessarily layering it or playing around with it, but just playing around with the silhouette. Um and I yeah, I don't even know what she likes about that. But, you know. Yeah, and then she gets yeah, and then she gets really um uh, she really starts taking out her frustrations on the model. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, she goes into this thing of like, you're tall enough, you've got uh, long legs, you should take big steps. Like, you're supposed to be able to take some long strides. And mm-hmm. it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's like the model just, yeah, she goes like, just practice it at home, okay? Yeah, she's like, you're moving your shoulders too much. And it was, and the way she, it, she was, harassing her model and, yeah. and really running up beside her and um and it almost kind of felt like she was like yapping at her because the model is super tall and we have Nadine mm-hmm. just 
um, with her baby face just going up and down like, mm-hmm. you ought to be able to do this and why can't you do that? And it's like, well, how well did you instruct her and what were your expectations? Can you be a better communicator? Because this isn't helping. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just kind of a yeah. tense moment. And there's no amount of like that. There's no stride long enough to change that fabric choice into something else. So exactly, you know, you're going to have to content yourself with that. <laughs> yeah, no walks can't save that. So yeah. Um, anything else before we end the day? Um, you know, um, no, I think that's, that's kind of it. Um, yeah, other people are excited. Things need to get fitted a little bit more. It's all sort of happening. You know, they're leaving. Yeah, I wrote down, we get a little bit of, like, Hester just seam ripping in the middle of the room. Right. Next to Tessa. They're friends. Right. Yes. They're having, yeah, they're having, like, they're they're having, like, girl friendship. Yeah. It's like, I'm the quirky one. Like, I'm the very severe one. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, two peas in the pod. Um, Yeah. But so we we say goodnight to the workroom. And we do get to spend more time in the penthouse. Mm -hmm. We find a little bit about some of the other designers that we're not really going to be able to see because they're we already know they're going to be safe. Yeah. (laughs) Leela being one of them, I think she kind of got in there somehow that she went to Parsons. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, oh my God. Seriously? Um, noodles. That's all I ate when I went to Parsons. I was so poor. I went yes. to Parsons. It's like, great, Leela. Wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> um Garl Sparrow is a successful empire builder. He's had shops. I can see that. Yeah. You know, like you have that thing where you make you know, you make club clothes and you you know you sell some stuff to patricia field and then you branch <laughs> out from there and yep. i mean i don't i don't say that in any way to slight any of it it's like that's like what her what her business was yeah. and it was so i could totally see him like you know pulling together a business out of that yep yep and um again like he's feeling the pressure because he's from new york mm-hmm. and a lot of people he knows he's taking time off from his business to do this. And, and you know, that's another part of it as well. Um, all right. So let's get to the day of the runway. Cause remember mm-hmm. everyone, this is a one day challenge. Their first one. And everyone is covering their shoes with hot glue guns. Yes. I listened to, and we, we've talked about this. So I listened to what the tuck, the, um, <laughs> the <laughs> the podcast the only yes. podcast out there for RuPaul's Drag Race which is yes. a tagline and I heard this thing that they said the other day I was like oh well you know what I love a hot glue queen and I'm like there are hot glue queens and so of that's course. what I thought about with this I'm like huh hot glue queens does that mean that you you're really good at hot gluing or you make your outfits just out of hot glue I think it's I I think it means you're really good at hot gluing. Okay. It's like there, there are queens that can sew that mm-hmm. know how to you know, <laughs> and there are queens who can sort of throw an outfit together with a bunch of hot glue. Okay. 
in you know not to knock hot glue we're to talking you know we were just at craft buddies yeah and um and there was some hotly contested time around the hot glue guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a real tutorial on how to properly use one because I knew I was like mm-hmm. I don't I don't take the hot glue gun lightly at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just I have incredible amounts of respect for all of them because we have every episode people have been covering shoes, and yes. I've been wondering how like what's what what is the process for that. And I think this is the first time that we do get a glimpse into like how like how do you cover a shoe? Mm-hmm. So I I really appreciated that because we get a short little runaround. I wrote about Bishmi. Oh my god, he's covering up pumps with his mm-hmm. ugly fabric, but it it looks so good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we got a lot of hot gluing going on in there. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Dusty Shoulders, who is a major hot glue queen. Oh yeah, seriously, Dusty schooled me on how to put um those little bells on mm-hmm. like, you know saturate this part hold it this hold it there don't do it too much don't move it mm-hmm. um, i kind of messed that up because i'm i'm not proficient at it so because we're all learning yes yes we are we're all uh doing our best mm-hmm. <laughs> getting stronger every day yes indeed so um but yeah so we also have a little bit of struggle not with the hot glue gun but with Garl Sparrow can't yes. line up his stripes. Yes. Oh no. There's some, there's some issues. There are there are some precision problems going on, and precision is Garl Sparrow's thing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, or okay. at least this outfit's thing. Again, <laughs> this color is not right. This color combo, but whatever. Man, it also reminds me of, um. In college, so rugby shirts were a thing. Mm-hmm. And this reminds me of a rugby shirt that I wore way too long. This is before Harry Potter was a thing. So, yes. Yeah. And I was like, I, I think I had a shirt that was that color, but I washed it a few times. It used to be maroon, and then it turned that color. That's the thing with this color combo is that it really looks like something that you've washed too many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you're exactly right. That's a look as well. Mm, All right, so... (laughs) I mean, if if one of your names is Fitch, I guess. (laughs) I mean, yes. It's... it's, um, Man, we have so many things to say about that. And we'll have time. Because, spoiler alert, he's going to be on the bottom. Okay, so... So we have Marnie entering the room. Mm-hmm. And in a in a camo ensemble. There's a lot of camo going on, guys. A lot of camo. I loved her sweater though. I mean, it's it's great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also uh I think we're at the point now in um and th- this is from somebody who, you know, wears a fair amount of camo. It's like, it's got to be something else. Like, there's got to be a twist. Mm -hmm. This is, like, kind of the most generic camo. Yeah. I mean, because for me, the twist is that it is probably, like, a $5,000 sweater. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
but also that you know we've got a a workroom filled with camo and yeah i saw a camo tote bag on the train the other day and had the thought I'm like am i missing this like is camo with camo is in you know and and we'll see it um a lot more on the runway um yeah, but we have Marnie and Siriano basically just walking around putting out styling fashion mm-hmm. fires everywhere. And um I do believe that we have some time with Rakan, who's still struggling. Oh my god. And he's totally misunderstanding their criticisms. Yeah. So he's thinking that they are just telling him things because they have yes. to. Which is what he tells his model. He's like, well, you know, they have to say something because, you know, they can't really just right. say that they like it. I'm like, no, right. no, no. They don't like it. <laughs> They're not telling you that they like it because they yeah. don't like it. Yeah. But that that wasn't just for airtime. No. Like what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, We do get our moment with Afa. Um, where I guess like grandma's wearing a crop top now. Yes. I want to see grandma in a crop top. And um, Marnie goes in and does like what I call surgical styling. Mm-hmm. And they basically just just throw stuff at him like, do this. This is you. They're not asking him any questions. They're not trying right. to draw him out, seeing what he prefers. They're like, nope, this, this, and this. So, yeah. Right. Maybe she needs a fanny pack. Yeah, here's a fanny pack. Yes, fanny pack. And actually, grandmas wear fanny packs. And that, I think, is mm-hmm. inspired by grandmas. As bandoliers, well, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. There, there's definitely some consulting about shoes, right? I mean, Ava has like also. Can we just say like a gorgeous model? Oh my gosh, kind of perfect because you know, she. I don't know. I don't because okay, Ava is from the South Pacific, and it's almost mm-hmm. like this model could be a part of his family or someone who mm-hmm. is like a cousin or something mm-hmm. and just ugh, yeah no is a, a wonderful model looks great fit mm-hmm. her great she styled great high ponytail gorgeous yes yep so they head off to hair and makeup hair and makeup and, um and we don't have anybody i mean we have these consultants but they're unnamed yeah, they're unnamed ladies. I think they were named the first episode, and I don't remember what they are or who they yeah. are, I should say. It's like, so we find out who the models are, but we don't find out who the ladies are. Yeah, I'm wondering if that'll come in later because um, mm-hmm. it's they're all consultants and not necessarily um, like the, the main people, but I think I think they kind of are. We might have a team of ladies back there, which is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to the runway. Mm-hmm. Um so what's a little different about this, of course, we get a little walk up to the runway. We get to see them in the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, we have Carly Kloss coming out with hair that makes her look like she's 17. Mm-hmm. Some, and also, or, or that something happened and it was bad. Like it, there's, I don't, can't really put my finger on it, but her hair and everything looked like something bad happened backstage. Mm. Um and she's wearing a print, a mini print. Yep, a kind of a, a kind of boring dress. Yeah, <laughs> but also we get a, a a sneak peek at the guest judge, 
who is mm -hmm. Adam Selman. Everyone knows who he is. And mm -hmm. we have our regular people, our Elaine Welteroths, our Nina Garcias, our Brandon mm -hmm. Maxwells. And then we have Adam Selman, who is Rihanna's go-to guy. And I thought, is this Bravo digging at Zach Posen? <laughs> Wondering if Riri has to choose who he likes better, Zach Posen or Adam Selman? Just wondering. Just um, a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything to me is a slight to bro to to lifetime, and, mm -hmm. and I would say until like maybe episode five, it's gonna <laughs> everything's gonna feel like a little bit of shade to lifetime. All right. So. Yeah. Well, he's sort of like fashion Ned Flanders is the way that he's dressed. <laughs> Mustache and all. Yes. Um, he's wearing his Canadian tuxedo, but mm -hmm. with a twist. With a twist, you know, the, the I feel like the collar is tucked in in a really sharp kind of way. Um, I actually wonder if he's actually Canadian. That's, that would be interesting. Mm. Um, all right. So let's get to the actual looks. Here Listeners, we go. Click on the, the link in your show mm -hmm. notes to get to this week's cheat sheet and scroll down to page three. All right. And so, okay. This is a little bit different. This is more of a traditional way where I split it up between the high scores, the low scores, and then the safeties. Yes. Can I point something out on the one that you sent to me? Oh, and yes, I don't know please. if this is the one that's gone out. Oh, no. I'm going to have to change um, it. <laughs> take a look at who got the high scores. Mm hmm. And then who got the low scores? I made a note of that. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah. So what, what are your, what are your thoughts on that, Nalen? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also it, which, how, what order would you prefer? No, no, no. I'm just saying on the one that you sent me, it's the same names. Oh for no. Both three. Oh no. So okay. it says, so, so it's the same, <laughs> like, like, uh, it's the same three names for both the highest and the lowest scores. Oh no. Okay. I got really excited and I probably exported it way before I changed the names. Sorry guys. Okay. So let me, I'm going to, I'm going to update that ASAP and um, I will, I remember the names so we can go through, <laughs> we can go through that. So sorry, Nayland. No, no, that's okay. I was able, I've, 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 I've figured it out in terms of the names, but, okay, but even okay. so. Okay, good, good. It's fine. Yeah. Um, man, no, um, a little part of me got a little away with that. So, all right. So let's, let's get into this. Mm -hmm. And. First up is Bishmi. First up is Bishmi. And what, so, Okay. So we have this gigantic model. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of the models are gigantic, but I feel like for some reason this print made her even more of like out of this world in a way. It's very stately. Like her outfit is um, sort of um, almost like 1900s, mm -hmm. um, big old hat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also pointy shoulders for some reason yes. or other. Uh, capelet or, or I don't know. What do you call that off of the shoulders there when it's. 
it's I mean she has like a full on like drape piece that she takes off, but the back of the dress has something that looks like um a little capelet on it. It's a it's no, that's I think that's no, well, you know, it is a cape. It's a cape like a cape like thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um I you know, didn't like this print. Overall, I just was hoping that he'd do something a little bit uh creative with perhaps just oh, okay, everyone was very I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of people were very precious with their treatment of these fabrics. Mm-hmm. And keeping the like whatever shapes that they were making or whatever prints, they were just way too true to the print. Mm-hmm. And for a normal print, it's it, you know it's a costume, it's fun. Yeah. But again, his story: if this lady showed up to Spain to figure out whether or not she was being catfished, mm-hmm. um, then you know, she, you know, if she were being catfished, she'd still have, I would say, an amazing time. <laughs> she would have been directed to the nearest production of My Fair Lady, <laughs> basically. Um, Post accent change. And it's like, she's <laughs> off of the horses. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Next, we have Rakan. Oh, and it like slumps down the runway. And then there's a reveal yeah. where she takes off the jacket and it's marginally better. But <laughs> it was still... so, such an unnecessary thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It made me wonder... If I don't know, it, it's really strange that there are these transition pieces. Everyone's taking something off their backs. Everyone's putting on a jacket, and mm-hmm. you know, every time that happens, we have Brandon going like, "Oh, there's another reveal, Nina, Nina, yeah. look, 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 another reveal." And um, but with Rakan, I thought it was very telling that he did not comment on the reveal, just mm-hmm. the, all the pulls and twists, right? <laughs> so. All right. Next, we have COVID. COVID is feeling energized. Oh, yeah. I love this look. In his way. Um, yeah, I think it's I, I, I think it. Um, you know, it does that kind of drapey thing of, um, here's somebody in like an oversized, like men's short sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, and, and you, it's hard to tell if like what's underneath is like a jumpsuit or what's going on there, but it's, but it's fun and fine. Yeah. I kind of thought it was interesting that, um, he didn't cover the model's boots and just kept it at a very solid orange. Cause I thought mm-hmm. it's a playful way of draping plaid and a way mm-hmm. of layering it and, and putting it on top of each other and having fun and then having it kind of that solid moment where it's just like here and here is, you know, it's not head to toe. It doesn't have to be head to toe because again, she's wearing a a mask. Yeah. It's enough. It does. It like, looks like, okay, here's somebody who understands draping. I don't think he really understands structure that much. That's the Mm -hmm. thing that tripped him up last week. Right. Right. Was having to make a more structured garment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and next, so we get Jamal. Yes, 
And um, his model is looking like a Scottish queen. I believe that's a Scottish print, right? I get Scot- Scotland and, and uh, Ireland mixed up. I don't think it's really a tartan, and okay. and you know that, and and you know that tartans are like have no historical basis. It's this thing that was made up in like the eight the nineteenth century. Okay, good to know. Or, or maybe the eighteenth century, but it but it's like they don't. It's like the idea that they're like this big Scottish tradition is not true. Okay. So, but but yes, they they have become identified with like Scotland in a particular way, but that's not a tartan. Like a, that's just a big, um, a huge plaid. white and yeah, a huge plaid. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought this was fine. Again, a pattern, but not necessarily a print. Yeah, it was, and it also it's 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 black and white. Um, I don't feels know a little if, heavy. Yeah, again. It's it's reminiscent of his coat wraps, but mm-hmm. just not in not in a bubble jacket, not in a mm-hmm. in a down. Yeah, but still black and white. So I I think that's his thing. We've only seen we haven't seen a lot of a lot of other variation from Jamal yet. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Next we have Renee, which is our camel look number two. Yes, Renee, who kind of like dressed the model as herself. Yes, like this is like this is totally a a look that you know that she would wear, right? Like down to the earrings, like the styling. It's all very much her. I just I think this is like a really boring camo. I agree. It's like. I hate the color. Like it's so muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's um, you know it really does feel like military. Like you're not like it's supposed to disappear. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. That's the that's like that's the point of camouflage. I know. Is your, is it supposed to go away? It's not supposed to be noticeable. And so this really feels like it's. Um, all about it going away. And it's a th- and the same thing with, you know, that we point out about Nadine's fabric. There's something about whatever fabric this is that feels like a knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you, if you, you know, when the camera kind of like rolls around it, it just, again, it just doesn't look, it's impressive from far away, but I'm less impressed because it, it also sort of looks like her first look. In, in the draping and layering of it, but also the fabric itself, I think is pretty, ugh, it's just, it's yeah, not a good fabric choice. Great. And I, and I like her yeah. as a presence, you know, I always like when there's a grown up around, but it's, but this just seemed like, mm. no. Okay. And, and next is the next grown up is Nadine's look. Oh my God. With her, ugh, her long suffering model. <laughs> right. So like this weird hood that goes down to the knee. Oh gosh. And you know, she says that she wanted the look to be a bit more clean, but that fabric is horrible. That weird band of it that's like across the back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then she has that other weird like chain up at the top. Yeah. And at the bottom, it's like what like how is this supposed to cinch in here? What's going on with it? It's like this, this, 
like you'd have sort of like sleeves on sleeves with the way that the thing cinches at the elbow. It's mm-hmm. just it's it is um yeah, it does not feel all that good. Yeah, no, it 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 looked like that whatever was on her head <laughs> could have used some ears. You know, this looks like what the kids walk around in mm-hmm. these days with those like really fun hoods with the ears and and uh, even that's and it would would have been an interesting point of view because this is a leopard print or uh yeah, it's like a leopard, you know, um like large cat print. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think it, that's that's way too whimsical for Nadine. I know because she didn't even really do anything with the shoes, and she yeah. put gold everywhere. And it's like, man, it just could have been a lot better. Um, but I don't know. She just really dug herself a hole with that choice of fabric, mm-hmm. just the quality of it, mm-hmm. um, and also just Renee and Nadine. Do they not know that they're mic'd during the runway? This is the I, second week know, that they've said things off camera. And I'm like, yeah. guys, just be quiet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Next, we have Leela with Camel Look number three. And again, same problems in terms of the type of print. Mm-hmm. Um, but But a much better fabric choice. Like, look at how... Like when you look at this as opposed to Renee's, it's like this is some kind of a um, like a shirting fabric or mm-hmm. something. It is it's much crisper. It like holds a crease so it doesn't just like look baggy. Yep. It's it just all together it's a it's a it's not a a very different silhouette from Renee's, but it is like much tidier. Yeah. I mean, and you can see she pleated the hell out of that skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's really, again, like totally different sections, but, right. um, and, that, and, but yeah, but I, I kind of, I'm just over the camo. That's the only thing. Yeah. And again, I'm wondering if people are revealing stuff because they just know that Brandon likes it. <laughs> I don't think he does like it. I think he's being I think he was being snarky with the look, another reveal. Look, another okay. reveal. <laughs> okay, I think good. that I I think he wasn't This make okay. I don't think that's approving at all. It's a little hard to tell with him because his affect is so low. Yeah. But it's like you don't know um you know, there's a there's a skit that the kids in the hall used to do mm-hmm. where there's a guy and everything he says <laughs> sounds like he's so sarcastic, but he can't help it. It's a speech impediment. <laughs> and, and it's like this thing where people keep like, like getting enraged yeah, and like, like they are beat you, him up. Are you serious? Because, like, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm serious. I can't. Yeah help myself yeah yeah so that's that's brendan a little bit okay yeah because i totally got taken i was like there's a lot of reveals on here how do they know that he likes that but it's he's saying that because there are a lot of freaking reveals oh man okay so let's move on to hester yes i love how much work she put into this but every the only thing people care about is a garter (laughs) 
<laughs> the, because the garter is super smart because the assignment is editorial. Right, right. And it's like the garter is the sort of thing that like you see that in a magazine and you go like, oh, my God, I could do that. Hmm. You wouldn't ever do it. Right. But it's that thing that makes you go like it's that extra little bit of thought that is like, oh, wait, like here's that's the thing that sort of kicks it up. That's interesting. Um, and, you know, it's it's that thoughtfulness um, that that I think really kind of makes it all work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, it's that, it, you know, it's like making the pom poms, making like the pom pom earring that matches the pom pom on the hat. Right. Uh, and only all using of- one pom pom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was, everyone, I mean, because it's like, they're like, do, 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 and then she turns like, yes, garter belts. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, for some reason, it, Tessa follows that with a mm-hmm. shrug of an outfit. Um, oh, my God. Again. That looks like, I mean, you know, this fabric looks like, um, you know, a sw- the swatch book of the Herman Miller like <laughs> catalog. It is like it is bad. Oh. It's a bad fabric choice and Yeah. And, and, and she I, doesn't do much with it. And yeah, and I would love to know what this was. I would love to touch it because it almost looks like vinyl where she she cut like four strips and wrapped two around her arms, mm. one around her torso, and then wrapped one around her waist. It was just so mm. disappointing. Um, she just needed to cut that up. It was just like... And also, I wonder if this is what happens when you only give Tessa a day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just wondering. All right. Ready for Sonia? Sonia, whose model, Thijin is oh, is like unbelievably beautiful uh which is i was so disappointed she was in this outfit oh my god there this is a is... moment where she turns and i'm just like only you could look good in that one little spot like you know she yeah. knows her her positions yeah because on it, this is just an unfortunate thing to put this model in oh yeah it's terrible yeah it's it's just like Again, like an animal print that is just kind of joyless and, um, and, and again, washed out color. Yeah. Really not interesting. Man. All um, right. All right. Time for Garo. He goes, I know I'm not in the bottom because this is one of the most constructive designs on the runway. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. You know, he likes his corkscrew sleeve, which is a super cute detail. It doesn't have anything to do with the rest of his design. Right. And and he also suffers from um, being next to the person who comes after him. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it is not much to say about Girlsboro. I mean, you can just look on the cheat sheet and kind of see yeah. what it is. I mean, and if you get up too close, you will still see the stripes are still not matching, still not yeah. matching up. Um, so yeah, because next we have Vinny, Vinny, 
who is uh, has a similar like um you know uh jumpsuit slash jacket and pants look that again is um has these kind of diagonal um not stripes but but bands across mm-hmm. the front it it takes it has very similar ideas to um to the previous outfit but looks a lot crisper and a lot cleaner i mean i'm not in love with this outfit mm-hmm. but it definitely looks um a lot tidier and more thoughtfully put together than the one before it and i think yeah and i think a part of that is it's it's more modern mm-hmm. and you know he didn't technically use a stripe it's one of those fabrics that looks that's supposed to look like it's been painted on whatever i would say the most data thing about it are the colors um but yeah it's it's like a you know leela versus renee thing going Mm -hmm. on again all right next we have afa and his model is going to take us on a walk Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I mean I think the way she came out there and also this is the third week so they've seen this model walk before yeah <laughs> and she's the perfect model for this outfit because there's so many things happening yes <laughs> I loved her I loved her so much I love her too oh, she takes off of the off the jacket reveals the, the fanny pack and then we can also see that Afa used both sides of that print mm-hmm. because I was like, how are the, like, like it's slightly different, but it, it's just a, um, the, it's just the inversion of the colors. Right. Which I think is wonderful. Cause it looks like she's wearing two mm-hmm. different prints. It's so smart. It's really, it's really wonderful. And mm-hmm. she, she does like a lyric esque little thing at the end of the runway. That's really you know, it's yeah. just a fun outfit. She yeah. she's feeling it. She she puts the foot forward. She settles into position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she turns. She puts the foot forward. She settles into position. She begins the walk back. She sells the accessory. <laughs> I love is... your 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 one run through of the play by play of like the actual steps, the choreography of the genius that is this uh-huh. model. <laughs> Asia, definitely Wait, one her to name watch. Is Asia? Yes, I love it. Afa and Asia. Yeah, yeah. I hope Afa gets her next week. I don't. Yeah. I don't actually. Don't care. I just want to see her next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so wonderful. But also, I noticed that there was some little editing in there. Um, because yes. he's like, you know, I love my model. She looks great. And then someone mentions, yeah, yeah, you just like dressed her really well, and um. They they switch over to Nadine, who looks, who's yeah. like provides, you know, stink face. Yeah, but she was probably just thinking about something, thinking about her boys. Yeah, it's about probably pizza. something else. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't thinking exactly. about the model at all. Yeah, yeah, you could flatter her. You couldn't do those <laughs> damn dishes, could you? She's like, I'm going to do that tonight. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because again, Nadine and her baby face. Sorry, random random story. I was caught in not caught in an elevator. I was in an elevator, and we saved. You know, the ele- elevator doors were closing, and it was just in time for this family coming in with their new baby. And mm-hmm. someone was like, "Yeah, she's mad. She's mad." The mom was just like, "Yep, she's mad." And I looked down at this baby, and the baby had a perpetual frown 
just <laughs> frowning, which was the cutest thing. And that's Nadine's face because Nadine is <laughs> frowning about this whole entire episode. And like, I just can't stop thinking about that baby I saw in the elevator. I'm like, wow, you are new to the world. What's wrong already? Anyway, so anyway, not what I was promised. <laughs> She's like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. Okay, I'm like, yeah. hey, you have all the time. You're a baby. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so so next we have Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And so, man. Okay, go ahead. I mean, we should we talk about it now or should we talk about it later? Well, let's talk about just the garment. Yeah, which and, is yeah, pretty genius, in my opinion. <sighs> I mean, first of all, this is the thing. This is like such a smart fabric choice. I just, I can't say enough about how he worked that fabric. And then seeing how everyone else just made it out there with whatever that, that they chose. And he, he didn't, okay, oh my gosh. Getting close to that thing with the sculptural neck, he didn't interface that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to bulk it up with anything else. Yeah. He made it do what he wanted it to do, chose a lightweight fabric and made it do things that only very, very skilled, skilled designers are, are like ought to, to know how to do. Well, also took a lightweight fabric that has the print of like a cable knitted sweater. Mm. Yeah. So that's like the first thing, like the print that he chooses is like at first you think it's some sort of like genuine genuine like black and white thing but it's like it's actually like a photographic print of like heavily knitted yarn yeah that's on this kind of chiffony floaty fabric yep so there's like this weird double thing that's right there that's very very smart yeah i mean incredibly graphic and then yeah just kind of yeah and with that twistingness of it just mm-hmm. screams to be played around with and mm-hmm. cut it up, um, pleat it, ruffle it, do whatever. And it, ugh, I don't know. I I just want it, it with like a camera on Sebastian the whole time and have him be like one of those pandas, not like he's in the zoo <laughs> or one of those huskies where he's in, whatever, but just kind of maybe like big brother. I would like a big brother camera on Sebastian because I feel like we're not going to really see much from him until something goes really wrong. And I, he's doing something very right. And I would like to see it. So, yeah. 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 No, he's, he's good. Yep. All right. So, so it's time to make the announcements. Who's safe? Safe. We have Bishmi, Jamal, Renee, Layla, Tessa, Sonia, Veni, and Afa. Yep. They're all safe. Mm-hmm. Um, they go in the back and they turn the TV on because surprise, surprise, the designers are going to be able to watch the critique. Yeah. That's a new thing. Yeah. Brand new thing. Um, so should we break down the critique? Yeah. Or- let's talk about it a little bit. I okay. mean, I, I, it's um, yeah. Yeah. So who's, do they talk? Top first or bottom? I can't remember. We, we I think we go um, kind of in order, kind of in no, well, not, right, not runway right, order, right. I should say, because yeah. COVID is first, right? And you know, um, they love it. 
they love it. He's all bubbly, you know, redemption from last week. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's nothing. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's all like, you know, seems all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I love how I think it's Elaine is going to be the person who continues the narrative for us. She's like, last week you were this. And then this week, Mm-hmm. But also, um, I think it was interesting that Brandon brought up, like, this is what you do when you go home. After we've knocked you down, you go, not yet. I'm not going to yes. go home yet. And then you go and you do this. And this is, you know, bringing back into the whole, he got into his, his mindset that he needed to go to move on. He's been through mm-hmm. a lot worse in life. And he's yes. learned how to cope with that so he can cope with this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. All right. Next, we have Sebastian. Yes. Who has immunity, to remind mm-hmm. everyone. He won last week. And everyone is, of course, into it. Um, Adam Selman says, yeah, it kind of has a drag feel in a way. And they're using words like drag, queen. Um, well, queen is Elaine Welterwath. Right. Adam Selman brings in um, the idea of drag. But also I think I, it's go, and, yeah, go ahead. and I think that that's because of the sort of cable knit pattern. Like he's talking about the fact that it that like the print looks like it's this really sort of heavy knitted fabric, mm-hmm. but then you've treated it like in this. But then it turns out to be the chiffon fabric. So I think that's what he means by the drag okay. thing. Yeah. And it, and I, and Brandon kind of opens it up for him to talk about his life because he just goes, whatever you did to get to this point was worth it, whatever you've gone through. Mm-hmm. So we have um they we know a little bit about Sebastian's backstory as someone who mm-hmm. works currently as a housekeeper, or I would say as um they were filming was working as a housekeeper because mm-hmm. according to him he needs to buy fabric sometimes, so. Right. Well, and also we heard like, you know, he had this situation where he, um, you know, he had to leave home. And like so many people who arrive in the U.S. with incredible skills or maybe they had a business or they had to, but they had to abandon that to get Mm -hmm. here. Um, It's like the things that are the opportunities that are available to them, uh, you know, are not that they're as domestics. Or, you know, working in fields or in businesses that are very far from where their their actual talents and abilities are. Yeah. And and there is a little bit of a weird thing in everyone's reaction to his story. Yes. I would agree. Which feels like a little classist. Mm-hmm. Yep. And kind of like... Are you serious? Are you kidding me that you like clean houses? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like when people, when you're raised to get a job, when you need to have a job, that's what you do. And you do what you can get hired to do. Right. I mean, not everyone is able to get their internship at the wee age of like 19, Nina. You know, it's, yeah. and, and it's kind of like you do what you got to do. And also, this is New York. I'm I'm assuming that he lives in New York, but um, but I wrote like, of course, of course, that's that's what you you do in order to, if it's not something that you are looking to have as a career, um, yeah. How else is he going to buy fabric? 
Yeah. Um, obviously, with someone with this skill, with this type of skill, they're probably thinking, how is it that you're not working in a design house? It's like, well, let's talk right. about that. Let's yeah. talk about that. Why isn't he already working for a, a big time designer? Or why is he not able to get into those opportunities? Because like Lord knows, he worked for top people in Columbia. Right. And so I think it's interesting and it's um, it's another conversation to have that he's here and the thing that he either chose to do or is, is the only thing that he's able to do is be a housekeeper. And also we're not here to knock being a housekeeper. There's nothing wrong. Right. With doing There's like that. no shame in that. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. That's that was the part that rankled me a little bit, that it was right. kind of like, really? I know really you're doing that and it was just sort of like yeah yeah it's like you do what you need to do right um yeah i wrote of course know. in like yeah because i'm like yes yes yeah you can be a housekeeper you can do whatever it's just like that's your yeah. day job it's your day job yeah anyway nina right. nina pays the <laughs> ultimate compliment of saying that you could like put a ticket on that and put it on the rack and sell it right now yeah. as is yeah and you can that's the thing like yes. you can and yeah it, to me, Nina's face looked like, I want to sell this. There's something yeah. on her face where she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, you're going to work for me or I'm going, I I'm definitely am going to make, mm-hmm. make sure that someone gets into this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's something that like a cloud came over Nina's face. And I, yeah. I feel like she went into Garcia L mode. Mm-hmm. All right. But next we have Garo. Mm-hmm. Um, who also explains a little bit about his back culture, back story about rave culture. And I kind of felt like he needed to work on his artist statement a little bit. Yeah. Just the way he presented himself. I'm just like, yeah. I think, I don't know if you're used to presenting your, your bio and tying that into what you're doing. And this is when he used the word steal. <laughs> yes. To refer to the stripes that were not, um, that were not pink. And I don't yeah. know how he got that, but. Yeah, it's just it 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 looks a little um it looks a little fussy and particularly when it gets up at the top around the shoulders, it's like all of that matching up of the stripe doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, other than he's like I want to show you guys that I can match some stripes. And yeah. This was like, you know, look what I can do, ma. I'm sewing stripes. Right, but then when he gets up around her clavicle, it's like well, those stripes aren't matching up, and what is going on there? It's like a really weird, yeah, other shape that's being made. Yeah, her inner thigh, like that whole seam is all weirdly not yeah. lined up. And I think because he thought they won't see that. Yeah. Um, and then you know they ask why is it being mitered towards her crotch, and I'm not as bothered by that as I'm just bothered by the whole entire look of it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of athleisure, but retro yeah. in a bad way yeah it's retro athleisure um hester <laughs> hester they go nuts for her mm-hmm. um you know and uh, yeah. yeah i i i want to take that little devil <laughs> like beret off of her head and throw it into the East river. But you know, there we go. That's just me. But according to Nina, it could step onto the pages of L magazine right now. Or were you it, talking about Hester's beret? Hester's beret. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that has little devil embroidered on it. It's just like the same. Essentially. Yeah. 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 
Um, but I, I do think they, uh, you know, that's also maybe a little bit of a power move because <laughs> you could put both of them in L um, together and it would be a part of the same little story. But yes. um, yeah, no, she's she's got that little cutesy look going on with the yellow lenses in her frames. <laughs> Hester is is highly aware of her appearance. That's fine. Many of us are. Yeah, Nothing wrong yeah. with that. And and to be fair, like I I I do like this outfit. Like it's um I'm I'm not gonna like bag on her just because she is sort of like manic pixie dream girl. Is this manic pixie dream girl? Or maybe it's a, the de- the devilish version, quote unquote. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. I mean, her hair almost looks, you know, I mean, she almost, she's like, like a walking comic strip in a way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So ready to move on to. Yep. Who's Christian's next? favorite is Rakan. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, Rakan's favorite pattern. So don't talk about it. He loves yeah. it. But everyone else is confused. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it, it's. Yeah. And and I think he's OK. And I wrote this in my notes because I was trying to make sense of what Rakan is, because I think Rakan is on a different planet. Um, mm-hmm. And it has a, or I would say he's in an, an alternative universe where everything that comes out of his mouth makes sense. Um, and so he, I think, I feel like he had a grasp on what he was saying, but how he was coming across is very confusing and almost as confused as his clothes. And it's, he's trying to do something and, and, but he's not getting that he's not doing that thing. If that makes sense. He thinks he's doing something, but he's not doing that thing. But he yeah. talks about it as if he is doing that thing. Yeah. And I, it was confusing in a way to me. So. Yeah. And the pants look terrible. I mean, yeah. And Nina says they're inexplainable. They're unexplainable to her. <laughs> like, I don't understand these pants. So, so please don't explain them to her because they are unexplainable. I mean. And yeah, it's just a mess. It is. Not good. And then, but it's so interesting because Nina's face, there's the cloud darkens when we get to Nadine <laughs> and Nina is sitting up really straight. There is no expression left in her face. All of the energy is drained from her body. Yes. And, you know, we have Nadine here who just goes on and on about how she wants yeah. to do all this badass shit, but her but she plus size model got in the way. And yeah. I mean, Nina, it, it is some, that is some classic, classic Garcia disdain that she's doling out there, you know, and Nadine sort of talked about what she wanted to do with the volume, but she didn't want to get a print that was too bold, which is hilarious because they cut, you know, um, uh, they cut over to, um, Oh gosh, what's her name? The Harley. judge, who's wearing like a an incredibly <laughs> bold like red and blue print that would look great on this model. Oh yeah, Elaine. Oh my gosh, Elaine. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. And uh, it's it's really 
interesting because I think speaking of Elaine, you know, she's trying to whisper Nadine out of trouble with Nina. Yes. And Nadine just does not take the bait because Nina is just like, what were you thinking with the poof of the pants? And Mm -hmm. it is this. And she's like, oh, no. It's like, well, it just looks like you were trying to improvise. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I had no, sketches. I wasn't improvising. No, I wasn't improvising. And I was like, okay, well, then it's just a matter of taste. And I'm like, oh, that's the kiss of death yeah. from Nina when she questions your taste level. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it 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 goes downhill, oh, right? Bre- Brendan starts, starts in on like, you know, I feel like when you were explaining your garment, you should really pay attention to how you're talking about your model mm-hmm. who's like right there and giving you the glare like all the way through your explanation through her sunglasses like we can't yeah. see her eyes but we can yeah. we can see her eyes you know yeah and um and you know so this is the print that I was ended up with and he and he just kind of takes her through and is like Really, what he's saying is like, you know, you just kind of want to think about like, here's the person that you dressed Mm -hmm. and you're dressing them to make them feel really good. And it's really weird to um, be talking about them in these terms when they're when they are right there. Right there. Yeah. Stressed her. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of of a blame game on this poor model who, you know, was chosen randomly. Um, Yeah. All right, so we—that's the end of our our you know judging with the designers on this on the runway, and they dismiss the judge the the designers and keep the models, which I think is an excellent way of um, since we don't have Tim Gunn to lead them out, um, mm-hmm. or Siriano, I guess is not going to do that. Right, <laughs> they just dismiss. But the even designers. so, I'm a. I mean, okay, I'm. I like that they do like some up close judging, but I'm. It, I'm still not in favor of this kind of like paw at the model moment. Yeah. And I also... You know, it's not as bad as Heidi. Oh, They're, yeah. Nobody's like as intrusive as Heidi is, but still. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's interesting. I like how they're mashing it up with the... I mean, I kind of wish that this... I think this is the final deliberation, right? Um Right. And they have the models there. They kind of talk over it. And if there is like an extra deliberation, then I don't remember that happening. Um, only because there's only so much they can say. And they're repeating themselves over and over again. Mm-hmm. But what I do love is that they paw at Sebastian's model. <laughs> they just can't get yes. over how good the clothes yeah. are. And um, it's also, you know, quite instructive. And, I, and, and, and for me, I like seeing how excited they are to actually see how the clothes are made because um, they're all make, almost all of them are makers. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, But anything stand out with you during the pawing session? Um, You know, various kinds of praise. It's, it's (laughs) (laughs) no, I mean, you know, we get um, what's his name talking about? Well, you know, if this was, um, I just have to say, like, if you know, having seen this, like, when buyers are coming to me for my collection. Oh, right. Um, he's talking about Hester, and it's like, this is the person that I would, you know, I would be telling them, you have to go see this person's clothes. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, fine. 
Um, yeah. You know, it, everything else they've kind of gone over. Right, right. I mean, we do get to hear from Nadine's model. She speaks. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, that that's that's pretty much just just reiterating um, the judging panel. They're pretty thorough. Mm-hmm. So they ask who they think, like, who should be the winner? And we don't get to see. They all really like the top three. It seems pretty close with them. Um, yeah, Nina loves that Sebastian had immunity, but still made a masterpiece. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And also, this reminded me, this was their first one-day challenge. And this yeah. is what Sebastian made. Yeah. So, all right. So we... We also we, have a moment with Nadine in the in the waiting room. We get some stuff backstage that's oh, yeah. really like, I don't care. I don't, you know, these, you know, she's like, these bitches can send me home. Yep, yep. She's too I'm old like, for this shit. All right, well. Yeah, and in a way I thought, man, if Nadine was on the cusp, because, you know, the producers have a little bit of a say-so in this. Mm-hmm. If she were on the cusp between, you know, her look and maybe I don't know who was worse, Rakan. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe between her and Rakan, who Nina was both disgusted by, then she definitely dug her grave by being like, "They can send me home. I don't care." Right. So, and also, if they didn't keep Kavanaugh from episode one, who could have easily been an interesting villain for for another two episodes at least. Right. Right. They're they're not playing around with. This. If you made the worst yeah. look and you're an emerging villain, you're you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's time for the uh the the winner. So who wins, mm-hmm. Nayland? Who <laughs> wins? <laughs> it's it's our darling Hester. It is Hester, who was the absolute mess of team. Shoulder horns from last yes. week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who would have thunk? And then Nayland, who goes home? It is the absolute mess of Team Animal Print. Uh, happy to happy to go. Oh yeah. It's Nadine. I'm not gonna be sad. Don't say mm-hmm. hi. To, don't don't hug me. Don't don't like. You know, right. cry over her. Don't pull a, a Frankie. She's not Frankie. Right. Oh, my gosh, Nadine. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, I respect somebody who doesn't like to get messy. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and who knows, like, what level of, like, disgust with the process as a whole mm-hmm. Nadine ha- was at at this point, right? She... Hated what happened in her in the team challenge. Right. She was super frustrated there. Right. She's been, it's like, I got to live in this house with these people. <laughs> it's all like, we're not getting any sleep. This is, a, you know, yeah. this is a big pain in the ass. It's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, yeah, she was like, just, I'm, I'm done with it. And she's yeah. done with all of them. And Carly waits way too long to say her goodbyes. Yes. Carly doesn't say Alfita Sane. She doesn't know what she's doing. And she's like, Nadine, um, wait, um, no. Yeah. So, she, yeah, she, after she got, so Nadine gets a, gets a talking down to, which is something mm-hmm. new. When they say goodbye to them, they just don't let them go. They tell them 
how terrible they were. Right. And she was like, I know this was not my best work or whatever. I don't really care anymore. I'm gone. And she walks right off the, off the runway. Yeah. Um, that's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just wrote yikes, but also awkward because I think that might've been a Carly Kloss ADR moment where she forgot her lines for a little bit. It was weird. I'm like, I would have walked off too. Cause I just wouldn't have known what my cue was. Like, I, bye. You you guys are just going to stand there. Um, I don't know. It was so the most awkward goodbye. I think it's that thing of like, you know, the, there is a way that even though the specific interactions are not scripted, the show has a shape Mm -hmm. and it's like, and the, and the, the shape is supposed to be, um, whether you think it's fair or unfair, you do your little talk at the end, you pack up your stuff, you get like your, you know, the the host says to you, we think there's going to be such great things from you. We're mm-hmm. so sad to send you home. Right. Um, and, um, and it almost looked to me a little bit like they, maybe they were actually thinking about keeping her around. Like, like they don't, like giving her that whole, I mean, I guess Nina says like, you know, I wish you good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it almost felt to me like they were they were almost teeing it up to be like, um, but we're not going to eliminate anybody this week. We we really hope that you get it together for next week. Oh, interesting. Maybe that's yeah, and that kind of and, would the, and then Nadine walking off. They were kind of like, oh well, I guess <laughs> I, I guess somebody is going home this week. Uh, yeah. So I guess you have to choose another week to keep someone on or. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying it's like there's a there's a way that like and, you know, um, like we watch this show for entertainment. We watch all of that. But it is also like exciting to see somebody step outside of the form for a Mm -hmm. second for for a bit. I mean, to me, one of the things that was kind of deadly about All Stars is that it was like it felt really by the numbers this past season. So that it was just sort of like, uh, you know, why am I watching this? Yeah. I'm not excited by the clothes they're making and I'm not excited by the experience they're having. Right. And right. so it's like to, you know, for Nadine to be like, eh, you know, <laughs> I don't care about this. Like I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, you're right. Like she just kind of poked right on through mm-hmm. that structure. Yes. Man. Yeah. Well, I guess right in time for an unconventional challenge. Because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Nadine had like some, some ESP about what was coming up. Yeah. Because they're out in the Catskills or something. They're camping. Something. And oh my goodness. If Nadine had to camp with all those people, uh, you know, she probably just, we, we would be seeing her leave. Yeah. Before the runway. So, yeah. Because the no, runway is also would, outside. You would have seen a tent <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and then Nadine just, <laughs> yeah. like, where is the nearest van? I'm taking it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so that's the end of this episode, All the Rage. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is really, really great. We made it, Nayland. We made it through. We made it. 
Ah, um, so I guess before you go again, let everyone know where to find you. And then if you have anything to share, <laughs> that's different from last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me at nalenblake.net, N-A-Y-L-A-N-D-B-L-A-K-E. Uh, .net. That's my website. It's got links to um, my recently somewhat restricted social media presence. I'm not as active on Instagram or Twitter as I was previously. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been away from Facebook for quite a few years now. Um, And in terms of um, what's coming up, I think... Probably by the time this drops, I will be talking about um, teaching and uh, and pedagogy at the New York Art Academy on Wednesday night at 6.30. And um, in May, I will be talking about the artist Joseph Boyce at um, the DIA Art Foundation. Yay! Yay! And, um, of course, you can find me on social mediums at Ernez and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And my name is spelled H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And just, you know, yeah, that's me. And I, I also have um, all the links to where Samelia is and her social media presences <laughs> and her textile shop.com. Shout out um, to Samelia, um, who's with us in Sewing Spirit. And, um, of course, you can subscribe to us. All of those links are in our show notes. We're on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, Just put in the workroom or the workroom podcast and you'll find us there. Yes, we are still there. All right. um, Thank you so much, y'all, for listening with us. And, oops, before I forget, um, leave us some ratings on iTunes. It would be a wonderful way to hear what y'all are feeling about the show. And the more you rate us the more people are able to find us and we want more Bravo. Um, like the new, I feel like, you know, we have these new Bravo listeners, people mm-hmm. who are just finding out that it's back on. And um, we really appreciate hearing from um, all of you new listeners as well. So <laughs> hit us up on social mediums. Um, give us your theories, what we've missed, um, your feedback. Love to hear it. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone until next week, we'll say goodbye. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye.